Hello, and welcome to another episode of Single Mother Talks. My name is Marita, and I'll be your show host. Everything looks perfect nowadays, doesn't it? Everything's super perfect and polished and to the point where people are afraid to make mistakes. People are afraid to look stupid, to mess up. And that's a problem because the only way that we learn and that we're able to come into ourselves and our individuality is by trying things, making mistakes, messing up, looking stupid, you know, doing stupid shit. I talked about this briefly when I mentioned in another podcast that I've been really into old movies lately. And it's literally for that reason, because in old movies, you, there there was more focus on the nuance nuances of being human, right? There's just all these characters, all these flawed characters, and they didn't all look perfect, right? Um, in more mainstream commercialized movies now, you know, ones that are millions and millions of dollars to create, um, everybody looks so fucking perfect and polished and all the perfect lines and humans are not that way. And so I really noticed the difference between older films and like the 80s versus all these new films that are coming out. You know, it's just like that. There's no rawness. There's no edginess. It's like, you know, the difference between listening to a record and a, and a CD, right? It's just you, like our brains like stimulation. We don't like the same thing over and over. Um, although I guess <laughs> I don't really know how to explain mumble rap if that's the case, but I think that's more on like status and but music isn't about talent anymore. It's about swag. You know, nobody cares what you sound like. They're just going to take it anyway and, you know, digitalize it and make it sound perfect and tweak it however they need to. Because it's not about real talent anymore. It's just about how much money you have, what all your materialistic possessions are, who you know, you know, that sort of thing. It's not about talent. So I would argue that you know, a lot of the music that sounds the same nowadays, it's just, it's status, it's swag. And, you know, people that say, oh, I like the sound of, of this person that's more of a new artist, they obviously don't realize that a lot has been put into making them sound that way, right? So people's ability to be able to recognize good music if they haven't listened to anything old or original, um, you know, if new music is all they've ever known, they're not going to have that contrast to be able to recognize what's faulty. Anyway, so back to my point. So like, take a look around though, seriously. And why are people afraid to make mistakes and to mess up? Um, I mean, aside from all of the enormous pressure on us nowadays to look perfect, you know, have our perfect lives on Instagram and all of social media, right? That's basically what social media is. It's just pretentious, right? It's people formulating their lives through little, you know, sound bites that give off this impression that their lives are perfect. Their lives are so good, right? And so um, the other thing is that every everything is being recorded now. Everything. Like, like, 
even even you know something bad happening where a bystander should be stepping in and doing something to help <laughs> instead of doing that they're recording right so and and it's gone so far as like people going to the gym we've also seen those those ones where people are working out incorrectly and instead of helping that person the the person who's filming just makes fun of them posts it to humiliate them right so everything is being filmed and i mean sometimes this can be a good thing right i've seen you know those uh what are they called the official term the the sign holders <laughs> i remember when some a couple of those videos went viral they're holding their sign right out on the street and they're dancing they got their earphones in and they're just doing a wicked job and it just it's just so infectious to see that kind of energy and so it goes viral and you know we enjoy watching that but like you know even when people are helping the homeless those are the ones that really bug me um you know the well i mean there's 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 two sides to this because there's some people that say oh it's good um because it's encouraging other people to do that but i've never seen it that way and no matter how you want to spin it you're you're still filming yourself do do a good act you know and what makes a good act a good act is when you don't want it when you're not looking to take credit for it when you do it when nobody's looking when you do it anonymously when you're trying to help and it does not reflect on you like socially in any way that's that's the original good act so no matter how you want to spin it i've just never you know um saw saw the the goodness in that it, it must be humiliating for that homeless person or whoever's on the receiving end of that could you imagine you know you're, you're on camera and suddenly you got to accept this money or this food or whatever and somebody's filming you and the most the most you know degrading phase of your life <laughs> like thank god a lot of homeless are, are very humble people and and you know um usually take it pretty well but still it doesn't mean that you should put a camera in their face so my point is that everything is filmed right and you have to be able to make mistakes without like you know of, of course you need to have consequence but the consequences now of making a mistake you know can be absolutely humiliating you know what if you do or say something stupid and you know you're you're being filmed and the next thing you know you're going viral and hundreds of thousands of people think that you're a fucking idiot right no wonder people don't want to put themselves out there or or try something or make a mistake and whatever but what this does is that it robs us of people really figuring out what they can can contribute to the world robbing them of their gifts you know robbing them uh, them of individuality you know because like music back in the day there were so many different kinds of sounds and now everything is sounding pretty similar i wonder why that is because people are afraid to try new things afraid to be different you can't honestly say that you've never felt like you didn't want to try something or you you are more scared to try something because of the state of the world today because of the state of perfection i mean people are comparing themselves all the time to what they see on social media 
especially our, our younger generation. And it's just a shame because nobody's perfect. Humans are so fucked up. We have to be. You, you can only ever have a polarity in something, right? So we have the ability to be super fucking brilliant and smart and put together and whatever. But we also have the ability to be really fucked up, you know, to make stupid decisions and whatever. And nobody, like, you, you have to be able to do both. So you have to be able to make mistakes. You have to be able to try. So what, it, what is the solution to this? Because it feels like our world is just getting more digital. I think the solution to this is being even more confident and brave about your potential for stupidity. I vote no fucks given. There's a reason why, you know, with my pat podcast, I leave some of my, like, sometimes it'll, it'll sound like I'm, tr- I'm trying to work something out in my head for the first time, right? Or I'll say something dumb or whatever. My podcasts are not super polished. And I do that on purpose. I do it on purpose because I think that it's important for, for people to just be able to be vulnerable, right? I think it's important for people to not strive for perfection and that it's okay to grow through a process, through an experience. You don't have to have all your shit together. You don't have to have all the best equipment in the world. You don't have to have everything you need, all these pieces in place. The most important thing is starting the journey to begin with, right? And so I purposely do that on this podcast to, again, like make people feel more comfortable somehow, you know, like you, you can do this too. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to start with X, X, and X. So I encourage you to just try and be bold and just keep on trying. Expect that people are going to make fun of you or try to bring you down. Just expect that. Be brave and expect to fuck up, but never stop trying because you are going to get better. You're going to learn. Things will come together. And the alternative to that is not trying and being stagnant and not learning anything and letting your insecurity cripple you. People have to learn how to have patience again. People have to learn how to not take a soundbite of somebody's character, personality, of their life, and judge them based on that. The world has no more patience, right? We live in this in this society where, you know, something has to really grab our attention on the screen to draw us in. Like even when you're making YouTube videos, right? They it's specifically when when you look at a YouTube video explaining to you how to make a YouTube video, it explains, you know, typically viewers will lose interest after, you know, 30 seconds if it's not stimulating enough. So you got to go pow, pow, pow and do all this stuff to grab attention, right? And it's it feels like we have to tailor ourselves to this world. And I'm saying, why? I'm saying, I don't think that that's beneficial. I think that people should learn how to truly take somebody over a um, a series of things, you know, a, a span of time, really listen to them from all different angles, watch from all different angles before you make an assessment. I think that the world needs more of that. What I also want to say is that everybody loves the underdog, okay? I think that there is something about 
showing some something about being people being able to follow somebody who is just starting just in the beginning is vulnerable is looking stupid is trying to figure it out but has got a hunger and keep pushes keep keeps pushing and keeps trying you know until they make something of themselves right and then that the, these people that have been watching them or following them or reading about them all along can see this come up right and it's like people love the underdog they love to see somebody become a hero it is surreal to look back on a time when when you were so afraid to do something and so scared but you did it anyway and then you know a few years later you look back and you're like wow you know those first steps were terrifying and i'm so proud that i did them that i heard, had the courage to do them the other thing that i wanted to discuss today was um victim mentality when when you act like a victim and when you actually are a victim because there is a fine line but most people can't understand when you're actually a victim because they can't conceptualize your shoes they use the same judgment that they've had when they've never had to worry about such things and project that onto you you know so if somebody has never had to worry about you know their basic needs being met they've never experienced what that's like right it is totally different. It is a, a whole other set of, you know, mental things happening to you and a whole different set of different hoops that you have to jump through and whatever. It's it's way more complicated and more distressing than most people could imagine. But if somebody's never experienced that, they have a really hard time understanding how difficult that is, right? And they're only able to see it through their perception. So I want to just make this clear. Okay. When you do not have your basic needs met, you should be doing everything you can to try to get them met. Okay. And that means having support. That means getting food, shelter, um, finances, transportation, you know, you should be trying to get all of these addressed. And if there is people in your life, right, that you are friends with, that you are close friends with, and you're talking to them about, you know, some of your your stresses and, you know, you trying to get this in order and, you know, asking them to help you get these things in order somehow, you're reaching out essentially, doing everything you can to get these things handled. This is what you are supposed to do, okay, and what is hard to do because a lot of people have a lot of pride in doing this. When you're on the receiving end of that and you don't understand the struggle, a lot of people are going to see that as being a victim. Oh, they're always, you know, complaining about what's stressing them out and complaining about their finances or asking me for this or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're just in a scarcity mindset. They're just such a victim, right? And this really fucking irritates me because you are a victim when your basic needs aren't being met and you're doing what you're supposed to do in voicing that and and trying to have them met. 
It's not a scarcity mindset. You're living in scarcity. You can't do fuck all in terms of getting forward, progressing, making something of yourself, getting on to the next step when you're just barely, barely surviving. Okay, let me make that clear. You cannot get out of scarcity when you are living in scarcity. And sometimes it's not our choice. Sometimes we are trying our fucking hardest, you know, to to work with what we have. And I feel like this word is just thrown around so much. Oh, you're a victim. You're acting like such a victim. Really? Shut the fuck up or do something to help them so that they can get stability. You know, I remember this particular gentleman when I was going to the food bank, um, there was a father and he had two young kids with him and he had a hockey bag, one of those giant duffel bags that he was going to fill with all of their food. And I noticed that he did not have a vehicle. That's going to be really heavy. And he said immediately, he's like, he just got real serious and he looked at me and he said, yeah, and I still got to walk this all the way to such and such wherever I was living at the time. Um, And it was a long way. And he just told me right then, you know, exactly what he was going through and what he had to do. Right. And a lot of people see this kind of behavior as people putting their shit on someone else, right? And acting like a victim, right? Let me tell you, that guy was prepared to do what he had to do and he was doing what he had to do, okay? But when, when somebody is approaching you and, they're, and they're, they're just telling you about their life and everything that's fucking going on to a complete stranger, it's a desperate cry for help. It is, it's a sign that society is failing, because we're not able to help these people. Have you ever lifted a fucking hockey bag packed with food with two young toddlers, like six blocks in the heat, just to be able to eat? Then shut the fuck up. Most people that would call him a victim for just laying all of that on me, right? Putting all of his shit on me. It was nothing personal. It was nothing personal. It was a desperate cry for help because it was fucked up and he was struggling and I could see that. And most people that would say that he was acting like a victim, you know, they're the kinds of people who cannot imagine having to do that, cannot be inconvenienced by that, right? Just to be able to eat, you know, he's got to go through that process once or twice a month, however much he was going. And if you got two young toddlers, you obviously don't have a vehicle, you're busing everywhere. Like life is fucking hard. It's time consuming, you're exhausted. And most people can't conceptualize for the life of them what this kind of a life looks like. So what's the easy thing to do? Oh, they're in a scarcity mindset because they do live in scarcity because they are a victim. Most people are prepared to cast a blanket judgment over people looking for help when there is a spectrum. Yes, there are lazy bums out there that look for handouts that don't want to do anything with themselves. 
There's also people that are suffering gravely from mental health issues that, that gravely immobilize them. But then there are people who are dealt a certain set of circumstances in their life where to even get to a starting point of having their basic needs met, they have to go through so much adversity and crawl out of the deepest places. And they make up a great deal of the population. And I know they're out there because I was one of them. And it saved my life. Anytime anybody ever helped me with anything. I was in such destitute so many times in my life that anytime I received help, I was so grateful, brought to tears often. And it meant that I could move forward or it opened up a new opportunity or possibility or, or some hope inside me that I wasn't going to be stuck in the same place. It was with the help along the way that I received that I was able to crawl out of all the adversity that I was going through. You know, so there are people out there that aren't acting like victims. They are actually victims. Our society has cultivated a funny attitude about pride. And a lot of people believe that you should just be able to pull up your bootstraps and get it done and do whatever it takes. Do whatever's necessary to propel yourself forward and handle your struggles. You know, and I think we all know by now that it's not that simple. I don't think that we have as many homeless as we do and, and growing everywhere, it seems. Because they just can't pull up their bootstraps. It's a lot more complicated than that. Some people have to really dig themselves out of a hole from, from the, the, the hand that they were given. So just be careful. Be aware of how toxic it can sound and how hurtful when you accuse somebody of being in a scarcity mindset as if it's their fault that they can't succeed, that they can't accomplish something for themselves. It is not always that simple. You know, and it's, it's a form of, of victim blaming, of kicking somebody when they're down. You know, which I've talked about in my previous podcast is, is a really evil thing to do. If somebody's suffering and you tell them that it's their fault that they're suffering, that can be pretty evil. And it's not always the case. And I think I'm going to end it there. That's all I want to say about this for now. And as always, thank you for listening.